0: When you are struggling with unwanted, painful, intrusive thoughts, it's very tempting sometimes to try to suppress those thoughts when they come up. It's tempting to try to swat the thoughts away or try not to think of them or to try all kinds of methods to try to basically avoid or suppress this thought. However, when it comes to dealing with intrusive thoughts, when it comes to overcoming unwanted intrusive thoughts, this is always the wrong approach. In today's video, I'm going to go into exactly why it's the wrong approach and give you some ideas for what to do instead. My name is Zachary Stockhill and since 2013, I've been working with men and women from all over the world, helping them overcome unwanted intrusive thoughts about their partner's past, helping them overcome retroactive jealousy. If you'd like more information about my work, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com. By the way for the people here for the first time the term retroactive jealousy refers to unwanted intrusive thoughts often obsessive curiosity and what i call mental movies about your partner's past relationships and or sexual history it's pure hell and a big component in the very painful and frustrating experience of retroactive jealousy is often as i just said painful unwanted intrusive thoughts about your partner's past and when you're struggling with painful unwanted intrusive thoughts it's very easy to feel frustrated and to almost lash out at the thoughts as they come up or feel like you wanna suppress them or you wanna just try not to think about them. You basically wanna try anything you can to kind of swat them away mentally and suppress them as much as possible. But this does not work for a very simple and straightforward reason. So for everyone watching this, I want you to try a little thought experiment. I want you to close your eyes with me and try as hard as you can to not think of a pink elephant. Let's just take a few moments. Try not to think of a pink elephant. Whatever you do, do not think of a pink elephant. I don't know about you, <laughs> but I spent the past, you know, 10, 15, 20 seconds thinking about a pink elephant. You're probably thinking right now about a pink elephant. And when you close your eyes, if you followed along with me, you were probably thinking about a pink elephant. When you tell someone not to think of something, guess what they think of? When we try ourselves to not think of something, guess what we spend our time thinking about? The mind is a funny thing, and if we focus on not doing something, quite often, counterintuitively, we actually end up doing that thing that we're trying to suppress or avoid doing. Or in this case, thinking about that thing that we're trying not to think about. This in a nutshell is why trying to suppress unwanted intrusive thoughts doesn't work. Because in the act of trying to suppress the thought, you're still feeding that thought with energy. You're still subconsciously focusing on that thought, energizing that thought, even though you're trying your best to suppress or avoid or ignore it. So this raises an interesting question. What to do instead? Rather an obvious question. Okay, Zach, you're saying don't suppress unwanted intrusive thoughts. So how should I respond to unwanted intrusive thoughts? I give you all kinds of tools in my online courses, in my ebook. In this channel, I've given many, many, many tools. There are many different options for dealing with painful, unwanted, intrusive thoughts. And I try to give you as many as I can. And there are many options for you in these scenarios. And today I'm just going to focus on one very briefly. So nowadays, everyone and their dog is extolling the virtues of meditation and or mindfulness practices. Everyone's talking about meditation. There's all kinds of meditation apps. And, you know, many of your favorite celebrities are probably talking about the benefits of meditation. My intention is not to oversell meditation or mindfulness practices, but to encourage you to think of them as a very powerful tool, especially when it comes to overcoming unwanted intrusive thoughts, whether those thoughts are about your partner's past or anything else. So when you build up some kind of meditation or mindfulness routine, it's kind of like going to the gym, right? So if you go to the gym once and you just work, you know, work as hard as you can and work out as hard as you can for an hour, it's still not gonna create a miracle overnight. You're not gonna be shredded overnight. You're not gonna have a sexy six pack overnight. It takes time. It takes cultivating the habit, putting in the hours consistently before you start to see results. When it comes to experiencing the full benefits of any kind of meditation or mindfulness practice, consistency is what's truly important. And it's the same with working out. That's why I try to draw that example. I think it's far better to meditate or engage in some kind of mindfulness practice for five or 10 minutes a day, every day, than it is to meditate you know, for an hour or two a week. It's much more important to be consistent, even if you only have a spare five minutes. Because when you embark on some kind of meditation or mindfulness routine, you're gaining many benefits from that routine, including stress reduction, including anxiety reduction. There's all kinds of benefits. However, one of the benefits that isn't often discussed is that you start training your brain to kind of observe thoughts, note thoughts, but not respond to them. You train your brain to observe thoughts without energizing them, essentially. Observing thoughts almost like clouds in the sky without feeding them with energy, without identifying with them, without latching onto them, without trying to suppress them. It's almost like noticing and then going back to your practice. And you're building up this habit of simply letting thoughts go rather than ignoring them, rather than trying to suppress them, and especially for our purposes, rather than energizing them. So I would encourage you to seek out some kind of basic mindfulness practice, some kind of basic meditation routine. If you wanna engage with my work, if you like what I'm saying in this channel, if you wanna go deep into mindfulness and meditation practices that are designed specifically for retroactive Jealousy Sufferers, I've got a bunch of stuff on offer. I've got two premium online courses, which you can get details about, In the link below many guided meditations throughout those courses i've created two separate audio guided meditation series designed specifically for retroactive jealousy sufferers you can find information about those below as well but if you don't want to engage with my work that's totally fine too there's all kinds of meditation you know products and apps and stuff out there my basic recommendation is to try to find something some practice or some meditation or some kind of mindfulness routine that works for you and above all stay consistent with it To my mind, this is one of the best ways that you can build up that muscle of overcoming unwanted intrusive thoughts. Thanks for listening to the Zachary Stockhill podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. To learn more about my work on jealousy, relationships and more, please check out my YouTube channel at Zachary Stockhill. For information about my online courses, books, and coaching service, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com.